0: What's up, Raza Chicano casters and my lovely Chicanas? Welcome to my show. This is Fernando Amador from Downey, California. That's right, I'm back, I'm doing this, and um, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna try and do every Friday. I got some people backing me up now, holding me accountable, I guess, and I'm gonna keep at it. And this one is Chicano Cast number 47, and the title of it is Four Chicanas and Some Current Events. So Rasa, how am I doing? Do you really want to know? Damn, it's been a bad week for me. I don't know if I should even tell you, but I'm going to tell you we have a relationship here and um, I'm going to trust you guys to hopefully not judge me the way I judge you. But um, here goes. On uh, Monday was President's Day of this week and um, I had the day off. So my kids came over and um, we planned a dinner. My son cooked some steaks. He's got some technique about searing them in the oven and then he puts them on a cast iron grill and um, they're pretty good they actually work out well i'm trying to copy his technique but anyway so we were sitting at the table we all have dinner and before dessert comes out my wife is like hey um we need to talk to you as a family and i'm like looking around like who's she talking to and she's basically looking at me like you fool that's who i'm talking to so um yeah it seemed to turn into an intervention you ever been part of an intervention? You probably have. But have you ever been the interV interventionee, whatever the word is? Yeah, they were directing it at me. And I was like, what the fuck? So yeah, that's how my week started off. Anyway, basically their complaint was that I was drinking too much at get-togethers. Um, and I have been, you know, using the COVID excuse. Uh, but what really hurt me is that my daughter says, said to me that, Sometimes um, when I drink too much, I say some hurtful things and I was like, damn, that hurt me. I'll be a borracho and an alcoholic all you want. But for me to say hurtful things to my own kids, that's where I draw the line. So, you know, through my head, I started thinking, you know, should I fight this and say, you guys are wrong? You guys are crazy. Should I man up? And I think I did the right thing. I manned up and said, you know what? I'll take responsibility. And I know I've been drinking more than usual, more than normal, a lot more than normal. So um, I told him, I'm gonna watch it, and um, if it happens again, you let me know. Don't let me know when I'm drinking, when I'm drunk, but let me know after, because if it gets to a point where uh, I'm doing this shit again, then, uh, yeah, I'm gonna fucking draw a hard ass line and not drink anymore. Fuck, I haven't done that in a long time. I remember as a as a kid, I would sometimes do that just for the fun of it, not drink for six months, just some test myself. But this time I think it's more than a test. So yeah, Raza, that one hurt. I've never been intervened on. If that's the way you see it, I've been the intervener, chismoso metiche motherfucker, but never intervened on. So yeah, that shit was real. So that started off my week pretty fucked up. But um, but they were cool. I was cool. I told them I'll take full responsibility. I'm gonna watch my drinking. No more COVID fucking excuse to just drink a lo pendejo. Hopefully um, it'll result in not only me being a better person but losing some weight. And um, never do I want to in any way insult or make my kids feel bad. So that's what really got me and and, and that hurts. And um, I'm going to man up and, and make a change. Um, just sharing that. So how was it a shitty week? If that's not enough, well, here's some more. Cabrones, chismosos. So um, on, what was it, on Wednesday? No, it was on Thursday. I, I had a fucking tooth that hurt. It just, this tooth hurt every time I drank something Cold. Uh, mostly for cold a little bit when it was hot so um my wife's like let's get some raspados so we go we get some you know raspados de coco con nuez which is the way i like it she likes it the puro coco anyway we get a raspado so i'm fucking munching down my fat ass raspado all happy and then when i'm done with the rasp on my right side and that's when i knew i got something's wrong with a tooth down there and i thought it was a tooth i had fixed before that maybe had a issue so the next day i make uh, an appointment i think this was on thursday actually and i go in and i'm like yeah the tooth you guys fixed it's not working they're like oh we never had that happen sir but uh we'll check we you know we'll take responsibility so i go with this um she's some latina um endodontist down here in downey and um i love going there because i see her degrees from harvard and one of her nurses told me that she's a uh, grew up in maywood where i grew up and she actually lived in a garage grew up very poor ended up going to Harvard somehow and now has a practice in Downey, which kicks ass because, um, yeah, once they checked my teeth, yeah, it was the tooth right next to the tooth they fixed before that was just being real sensitive to cold. And she's like, you know what, if you want right now, we'll go ahead and do the root canal. And I'm like, what now? Like in my mind, I was like, fuck, I didn't come ready for this. I just came ready to get diagnosed, but not to get drilled on and the girl's like, it only takes 45 minutes and she's, she's open to do it for you right now. And I'm like, well, fuck, let's go ahead and do it then. So I called my boss and said, Hey, I'm going to be out longer than necessary. I'm going to be out the rest of the afternoon and let's do the damn root canal. So they drilled my ass big time. And yeah, it was only 45 minutes. I was in and out in less than two hours, had a root canal. So guess what? Next day, wife wants a raspado. I'm for it. I'm like, let's test the damn tooth and uh, no more headaches. So whatever I did, um, it worked. So yeah, that's how I'm doing. That's the type of week I had. Pretty fucked up, huh? But you know what? That's a reality check on a lot of fronts. Because actually on that intervention thing they did on my ass, my son hit it more from the side when it was his turn to talk because we went around the table. Uh, my wife loving it, of course, all along, cabrona. But uh, my son is like, yeah, we're worried about your health. And not not just you, but my mom. And I was like, ándele, cabrona. And really, that's what it was on his end. He's like, you know, you guys are getting older because his girlfriend's parents um, have issues. They're a little bit older than us, but they all have all kinds of issues with, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, strokes, you know. And I guess my son is very fearful that we're like that. We're sort of a young uh, couple, still me and my wife, were about 52 years old. You know, he would hate to see that we're, we have some kind of uh, inflection or disease or something that prevents us from enjoying life. And he's right. I mean, I'm at that point and my wife, we're at that point where either we take care of ourselves and, you know, we can enjoy life a lot more and we can eat here, eat there, drink here, drink there, or we're going to be sick and be taking all kinds of pills and watching everything we do and eat. So, so he hit it from that end. So anyway, that's my week, Rasa. I probably took too long on this, but um, I guess I had a vent. So thanks for listening. But I do want to thank those of you that did reach out to me. I did get some emails Um, i don't have the names i'm sorry about that i don't want to name anybody i don't have the capability of naming anybody right now but i even got some reviews i had some vato from colorado reach out thanks for that review it wasn't a great one it was it was more good than bad but um he brought up some some good points you know poquitos reviews poquitos emails but i'll take them so let's start with current events rasa so biden Biden seems to be coming through for our DACA Chicano brothers and sisters. David Hito shutting me up, to be honest. He's uh, more progressive and more um, liberal than maybe Obama has ever been, more than I thought he would be. He actually set a a, a path for our Chicano brothers and sisters that, you know, have the DACA documentation. I used to take that one seriously because I had some uh, sobrinos and sobrinas that were all DACA, like four kids of my cuñados and um, luckily they all did get married with um citizens don't know if they actually planned it that way or it just worked out but damn they weren't dumb about that so they're off of the daca because of that but for a while there i was worried about them and i'm still i worried about my chicano daca brothers and sisters because even if you weren't born in the u.s if you came here as a one or two year old you're definitely a chicano you don't really know any other culture but the mexican-american culture cierto raza Anyway, let me go real quickly uh, what President Biden is proposing, what his plan would entail. And, you know, one of the points says it would allow DACA dreamers to immediately apply for permanent legal residency. Fucking long time coming, rasa. They should have had this a long time ago. Good for them. And I hope this goes through right away. Um, Another point is that other undocumented immigrants could apply for temporary legal status for five years. Oh, that one I hate. I hate when it's temporary, and especially when it goes beyond the possible four years that Biden might serve, because homeboy may not be around for a fifth year, so what's going to happen? You know, some fucking racist-ass Republican might come in and, and cancel everything. So I wish he would have kept it to his term and guaranteed him something more, more permanent. Another point I want to bring up is that three years after that, I guess after these uh, five years, undocumented immigrants could be eligible for citizenship. Yeah, you're going off a way, way out there, Biden. I mean, at your age, you might not even be alive, homeboy. Probably may not be elected, to be honest. But um, hopefully um, another Democrat comes in and, and keeps that going for a raza. But good for DACA. DACA to immediately apply for legal residency is the way to go. Either that or buscate una güerita, güey. O un güerito. So, Rasa, what else is happening? Oh, the Mars rover, Rasa. Did you see that on the news? I thought we would see, you know, more than what we saw. It was all uh, a basically um, a video game that we saw of the way it was supposed to land. And it looks like it did land that way. I did see a, one of the images from Mars. You know, I really was um, was glad for that because I'm like, could this bring the country together? Kind of like when we landed on the moon. But yeah, I don't think it was big enough. I don't know if it got all the coverage that it should have got. But it's something. I think the bigger part will be if they actually discover something on Mars. Like, I don't know, some kind of life on there that maybe there's, I don't know, bacteria, virus, some, some shit living up there. germ. Anything that's alive would tell us a lot more that, you know, it's not just us. Yeah, maybe it didn't bring us together like I thought. Um, but it's something. We're trying. We're all trying to come together, especially after fucking four years under Trump. Right, Rasa? another current event for me is that I just saw the Britney Spears documentary. And to me, Rasa, maybe because I'm older, that shit is old news, where um, Hollywood basically takes an innocent girl with talent, uh, las primen, las primen for all the money they can get out of her. They don't give a shit about her health, They're neither physical nor, men- nor mental. They use her body, her talent, and then she ends up unstable. And guess what? She gets blamed all the time that it's her choices, that it's her own mental health, that it's her drug use, um, not realizing that maybe they pushed her drugs on her to keep her awake in all these concerts or all these filmings that, you know, they had to do. And it's not the first time. It's not the first time this happens. I'll name you some others. Um, that went crazy, that were real famous for a while. If you guys remember someone named Aban- Amanda Bynes, she was famous during my when my kids were kids. Lindsay Lohan, she's another one that's out there. Going back, way, way back, even before my time, uh, it happened to Judy Garland, and she starred in The Wizard of Oz, that old classic Wizard of Oz. They used and used the heck out of her. And fucking, um, she ended up a drug addict and died very young and was unstable. Um, but once they got all they could from her, then they just threw her out there to, you know, survive on her own with uh, no no medical attention, uh, no any type of uh, mental health plan, nothing. So, yeah, so Britney Spears is nothing new, but I am glad people are coming forward and trying to fight for her. Another one is, um, and she goes back and forth, and this is one of ours, and it's Demi Lovato. I think she's a Chicana or maybe part Chicana. And um, I know I hear some crazy shit about her here and there, but then she seems to come back and try to be normal. She's probably another one that was used by Hollywood and Disney and whoever the fuck is out there, radio, um, not radio, but record companies. Um, I remember her, my kids used to see her on Barney back going way, way back. A lot of you probably remember her from that show too. So Rasa, I'm getting a little bit dry here. I've been talking a lot, God damn, talking about my personal life. Is really taking up time. I'm looking at the computer. I'm at like 14 minutes. Cállate, cabrón. So um what am I doing here while I'm talking? While I'm drinking some Belgian Beaver Phantom Bride. Yeah, I'm still drinking. no digan cabrones. It's um an IPA. It it was made for um the Deftones. Oh, I just took a drink. The Deftones, not sure who they are. Well, I know they're a band, but not I couldn't name one song from them. But damn, this beer is good. I, I remember when it first came out, we were big fans. And I'll still buy it once in a while. It's not bad. So check that out when you get a chance. If you're into craft beer. Not getting paid again, but just like this craft beer crap. Just one rasa and that's it. I'm drink I'm drinking one so I could have some a little bit of huevitos to do this show, okay? So chicanas. What I just talked about, Britney Spears. Yeah, I want you to understand and know that if anyone has it harder. Then uh, people of color, it's women of color. You know, specifically for this show, Chicanas. I mean, you guys are getting judged left and right by society. Not only for being of color, but for being women. And you're not only getting judged by, you know, society, by white people, by just our damn culture for being women, for being brown. But you're even, you even get judged harder probably by our own gente, right? You know, um, when you get to a certain age, is she married yet? Um, something else they criticize is, oh, she looks guachalota, is she holding it together? You know, um, you have to look good every time you go out in public. That's very, very important in our culture. Another thing they say at a certain age is, can she have kids anymore? Maybe not. Is she too old? And if you do have kids, they'll look at your kids and are, are the kids bañaditos? Are they dressed nice? Are they peinaditos? That's a lot of damn pressure for uh, our Chicanas. And then when you, you know, when the family comes over, it's always, you know, can she cook? Uh, Can she clean? Is the house clean? Is there dust? That's a lot of pressure, especially for working moms, especially for a lot of our moms who are single moms, who have to work, take care of the kids, and take care of the house. So that's kind of where I want to go with this show. I want to talk to our Chicanas. Um, This show is for Chicanas, you know, now that I'm done with current events, um, I'm not going to get into another current event that just came up. It was a Ted Cruz going to Cancun. But I won't even get into that. Let me just get into um, what I want to talk to our Chicanas about. Oh, and and you know, in our own gente judging us, it's never judging um, or almost never judging uh, a Chicana about her education or profession. I think you almost get criticized for going to school and being a professional. And that's so wrong. I think that's really, really, really wrong. You know, if you're a Chicana who who has that that drive and that desire, you should get out there and um, get that degree, get that job, and don't worry about people saying shit. You know, hopefully with that degree or that job, yeah, maybe you could kind of do it Gringo style, have uh, pay your ama to take care of your kids, not just force the kids on her, but pay pay your ama, and then I'm sure she would do it a lot happier. Not that they don't, but I'm sure they do. I mean, we all do that, right? I did that. You know, me and the wife. We'd go out, we'd go somewhere and, you know, leave the kids with my mom or when we were both working or something. But, yeah, don't worry about that. Go get that damn profession. Go get that job. Um, you'll figure the rest out later. Um, I think it's uh, it's something you need to do for yourself if, you know, if so you desire. But I was looking up um, some facts on Latinas in the USA and I found something from Pew Research. It is kind of dated from 2007. It's a bit dated. So so let me read some of the facts From Pew Research in their study, here's one, Hispanic women have a higher fertility rate than non-Hispanic women, 84 births per 1,000 women, compared with 63 births per 1,000 non-Hispanic women. Yep, every wedding I've been to, there's un chingo de chiquillos running up and down the dance floor. So I believe that one. Um, We are good at having kids and damn it, don't stop it, more Chicanos the better you know, but yeah, maybe um, not more than you can handle, right? Here's another fact. Hispanic women who gave birth were more likely to be unmarried, 42%, than were non-Hispanic women, 34%, who gave birth. Ah, oh, damn. I guess it's because we have strong independent women who will just um, keep the family going without our Simberhuen Salvatos, who, you know, can't take on responsibility. I'm the product of a single mom. Grew up me and my brother in Maywood with just my mom, Grew up poor. Grew up in somewhat the ghetto, I guess. But you know what? She was always a strong woman. I'm looking out not only for uh, that we ate, but looking out for our education. Let me move on to the next one. Hispanic women are less educated than non-Hispanic women. Some 36% have less than a high school education compared with 10% of non-Hispanic women. That's a big number, Rasa. 36 to 10%. That means a lot of our women don't even get through high school. I wonder, you know, if it's because of being single moms, maybe too early or the pressure from the family that education is not important. That's probably the bigger one, I would say. But we need to be better. We need to be better men, better families to support not only the guys, but the girls our Chicanas to go to college to get that. Not just the high school. High school is not a big deal, but high school is great. But to get you that two year tech degree or to get that four year Professional degree. We really have to support and push and um, and believe in them. Here's another one. The labor force participation rate of Hispanic women is similar to the participation rate of non Hispanic women. Is it maybe raza because single moms um, have to work? Is it because a lot of uh, our Chicanas have to work to support their huevon Chicano? If you're one of those huevones Chicanos, you should be embarrassed. Um, you should be out there doing something, some kind of gig, some kind of job, some kind of school, uh, but don't let yourself be supported by one of your strong Chicanas. Our women just are strong and responsible, and will always make sure the family has what they need. Um, let me move on here. Next one: Native-born Hispanic women earn a median of five hundred and forty dollars per week, compared with six hundred and fifteen per week per non-Hispanic women. For non-Hispanic women. Welcome to the club, Chicanas. We all know that that's not just women. That's not just women of color. That's not just Chicanas. I think it's anybody of color is always paid less. And um, hopefully there'll be laws that um, will allow for people to talk about salaries or have to publish salaries, especially with private companies. I work for government, so my salary is public. But when you work for a, a private company who might be racist, you know, white owned, white managed, um, they're gonna you're going to see this difference. And unless that becomes public, it's not going to change. One more here. Hispanic women are twice as likely as non-Hispanic women to live in poverty. That one hurts, Raza. That one really hurts because I remember growing up. My experience growing up was very poor. Like I said in other podcasts, we grew up on food stamps. I dreamed of having name-brand ice cream. My gordito ass wanted um, dryers or even briars. But all we had was fucking Springfield ice cream. Tasted like fucking yellow con azúcar. But yeah, you know, growing up poor sucks. And um, it sucks that Hispanic women are twice as likely as non-Hispanic women to live in poverty. That one really hurt when I was going through this document. Um, But there's something we could do about it, which is, you know, get educated, plan your life out a little better. Stick to fucking school, stick to college, stick to high school, whatever you got to do. Put the work in, ladies. Here's another one. The most common occupation of Hispanic women are office and administrative support positions. 21% of Hispanic women work in those type of occupations. This share is similar to that of non-Hispanic women, 22% of whom work in those occupations. Okay. So at least women, you're, I guess, equal with the white women. A lot of you do administrative type support secretary type jobs. Should you be happy? Should I be happy? No, hell no. A lot of you, you know, have the smarts and can be engineers, can be scientists, can be artists can be accountants, can be into business and get that damn degree. Um, Don't settle for this. Some of these jobs, sometimes you feel because of the way you're treated in your families and in your culture, like you have to serve. So then in the office, you feel like you have to be that position also. Hell no. And believe me, Chicanas, if you are holding a professional position and yet you feel like you have to get coffee for the boss or some bullshit like that, hell no, don't do it. Don't do it. You are equal and um, you're just as smart, if not smarter. And um, let me give um, some quick advice. This reminds me to all Chicanos out there. The only boss you should be calling boss is your boss at work. And that's only if he asks you to. If not, usually you call him by his name. But don't be calling anybody out there boss. Anytime you talk to somebody, come on. Uh, That's kind of a pet peeve of mine, Raza. All right. And lastly, so I don't bore you. Uh, chicanas is hispanic women are more likely than non-hispanic women to be employed in blue-collar occupations such as building grounds cleaning and maintenance so yeah that's the type of jobs that our chicanas are getting and that again a lot of it is because of the lack of education but probably more because of the lack of opportunity at all levels at high school at university at even uh, uh, attaining jobs where you do get discriminated by some of these hueros so Chicanas, you might be thinking, motherfucker, what do you have for me? All you're saying is all these negative things about me and my women. So what are you trying to get at? But know my beautiful, smart, and talented Chicanas. I'm trying to point that out so you don't become another statistic. So you don't become another fucking number for this Pew Research. So you know that you can do better. And I know that you have dreams. And I know there's a lot working against you. Not just society, but even our own family, our own culture. But uh, you need to get beyond that and forget the haters, forget the criticones, and go out there and get what you want. And I know there's a lot of pressure that's not right on social media that makes you feel like you need to look a certain way, that you need to act a certain way, that you need to be sexy or else you're not worthwhile. And that's all bullshit. That's all bullshit. I mean, you can always be sexy if you want, but bigger than that, much more part of you than that is your head, your brain what you want, what you know, um, your dreams. Um, you can kind of be both if you choose, but ultimately what will pay off for you is uh, is that schooling and, and that that job. You don't have to go to school, but you do have to get a career. And that career that you choose and you work hard at, that's, that's what matters. Especially now, I think the doors are opening up a lot more for women. So don't follow that pattern, that fucking pattern that this Pew Research document points out. You can break it. And I hope enough of you break it to where... The next time they do this, um, it's a lot different to where Chicanas are up there above even Chicanos as far as having degrees and professional jobs. I guess I got inspired to talk to Chicanas and to point these things out because I was listening to a podcast of Mark Marin. It's the WTF podcast. Check that out when you get a chance, Um, especially this episode where he interviews Salma Hayek. You know, I found it inspirational. I found her to be a very independent and strong woman. I was even like, what the fuck? You know, am I inspired by her? Ah, cabron, orale. Um, she definitely is inspiring for women. I mean, the stuff she was saying on there, you know, she mentions how women are targeted in her field, but this happens everywhere, not just in Hollywood. Um, she talks about the high expectations for women, how it's not fair, that um, especially in our culture, um, in our religion, you're either a virgin or a whore because that's basically what we've seen and been taught from, you know, our religious upbringing being Catholic and the Bible. Um, you were either the Virgin Mary or the whore who tried to um, get close to Jesus. Um, and there was basically no room for anything in between. So that really sucks. And she talks about how um, you're expected to not just be perfect at work, be better than the rest and prove yourself. But then you get home and um, the same is expected of you with the kids and the house and the food. I kind of like when she pointed that out because I think that's so much more true of a Chicana, of a Latina, of a Mexicana as she is. Um, so anyway, Chicanas, check out that interview. It's definitely worth your time. Te va a motivar. And you'll thank me for uh, referring you to that that episode. It's really worth it. And I'm not saying, Chicanas, that you have to be a movie star or anything having to do with Hollywood for um, for you to be strong. But I think in any field and in any situ- situation, you know that you have to be. And Chicanas, it's, it's not all on you. It's not on all on you to carry all the weight of our culture, of our religion, of our misogyny. I think uh, men, Chicanos, now I'm talking to you. The ones that are still listening, Chismosos, yeah, I'm talking to you now. You got to stop being that macho man. You got to stop being that misogynist, that woman hater. And you have to stop objectifying women. Don't just look at them as an object and do they have a shapely body? Do they have this? Do they have that? No, what about their brain? What about what they bring? What about being a good and decent person and a smart person? intelligent woman look at that that goes a lot farther and um that'll last a lot longer and one thing that salma didn't bring up because mark fucking mark Marin on wtf cut her off but um he talked she talked about how it's a lot better now for women in hollywood and how there's a lot more opportunity and a lot more openings and i think that's happening everywhere um with the me too movement and all that but um ladies it's not guaranteed it's something you have to keep fighting for Just like as a raza, as Chicanos, we have to keep fighting for our rights and um, our inclusion. I think women have to keep that fight going. They just can't sit back and cruise and say, um, you know, everything's guaranteed. It's not. Just look at what happened. I thought I got stupid and thought that once Obama came in, the whole country changed and we were all accepted. The door was open. It's all good. People of color, Chicanos, Negritos, we're all going to do fine. And then... And then fucking Trump comes in and um, turns it around 180 degrees. Racism is back. White supremacy is back. What the fuck? It's almost like the KKK is back in this country. So yeah, nothing is guaranteed. It just doesn't happen and and stay automatically. You have to keep at it. So uh, for my Chicanas sisters, my Chicana casters, I want to mention some quick role models that you can look up to. Of course, Sonia Maria Sotomayor. Sonia Sotomayor. She's an Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. She is the first Latina member of the Supreme Court. Check out her bio. I read it. It's been a while, but I read, I read her bio. I had to. And um, very, very awesome lady. And she's holding a big time seat, you know, for our country. Uh, next is Maria Elena Salinas. I remember seeing her as a kid doing news on fucking back then, Channel 34, Um, whatever it's called, Univision, Telemundo, I'm not sure which one it is, but she's been doing Spanish news forever. A quick short little bio, with more than 30 years on our screens, Maria Elena Salinas is the longest running female news anchor on U.S. television and is the first Latina to receive a Lifetime Achievement Emmy. Dubbed the voice of Hispanic America by the New York Times, Salinas has become a figurehead for the Latino community. So us trusting a female reporter is so awesome for all those years to give us the news and trust her voice and her face. I do see her still on Spanish TV sometimes and she's a total pro. Um, this one, Raza, I don't think I have to mention for you Chicanas, but, but I do and you'll understand why and that's Selena. Born Selena Quintanilla on April 16, 1971 in Texas. The artist known as Selena was a pop superstar who brought Mexican Tejano music to the masses. She's one of the most influential Latin artists of all time, winning a Grammy award in 1993 and a gold record in 1994 with Amor Prohibido. Damn, that one. When you read that, you just can't help to get sad that, you know, she's not here anymore for us. That's one I had to mention that I think you might have been expecting. And uh, the last one here is Dolores Huerta. Some of you might not be aware, but if you're aware of of Cesar Chavez, then you definitely should be aware of Dolores Huerta. Doing backbreaking work under the unforgiving sun. Sleeping in rough shacks with dozens of men to a room. All for below poverty level wages farm workers in the earliest 20th century, most of whom were immigrants from Central America, had a hard, painful, unjust life. That is, until Dolores Huerta and others like her came along. In 1965, Huerta created the United Farm Workers, an organization that worked tirelessly to improve the working conditions for the farm workers. It's still bad out there for them, but I think because of Dolores Huerta, it's probably a lot better than it used to be. And here's one more. I do have one more. Ellen Ochoa. On April 18, 1993, Ellen Ochoa became the first Hispanic woman in the world to go into space. Ochoa was aboard the Discovery Shuttle for a total of nine days while conducting important research into the Earth's ozone layer. Since that ground or sky-breaking moment, Ochoa has gone on a further three space flights, logging 1,000 hours in space in total. Damn, Rasa, I wish that could have been me. I had the science degree going and uh, nah, I never wanted to fucking fly into space. I'm scared. Hell no. But damn, good for her. And that's a, a Chicana for us that's been out there, been way out there in space. All right, Rasa, that's a lot of talking, right? Damn. So, but before I go, I want to give a quick shout out to my friends over at My Grito Industries. If you aren't familiar with My Grito, my Grito is a Latino run independent label and artist collective helping give Latino artists a voice. Check out what they've been doing at mygrito.net and on their socials and Instagram at mygrito. Yeah, Ras, I'm working with these homeboys. We're going to try and take this show to another level. We are working on a new logo and hopefully working on a a way to get the show more known. If you like it, if you think it's great, hit me up at chicanocast at gmail.com. But more than that, review me, and even more than that, share it with friends. Tell people about it. I actually had some homeboy reach out, and I forget your name, homeboy, but he did tell me that he only listens to me because his girlfriend told him to, and basically I told him, well, your girlfriend's a smart woman. Make sure you hang on to that one. So yeah, get the word out. Um, get the show heard. So Raza out you Chicana, stay brown, stay beautiful, stay strong, and stay proud.
1: You're looking for your friend The one you let hit it And never called you again uh-huh. Remember when he told you He was about to bend uh-huh. your You yeah. act like you ain't him They give him a little trim uh-huh. To begin Now you think you really Gonna pretend uh-huh. Like you wasn't down And you called him again uh-huh. Plus when uh-huh. You give it up so easy You ain't even fooling him you did it then, and you probably yeah. Talking out your necks and you're a Christian. I must sleeping with the gin. Now that was the sin that did Jezebel in. Who you gonna tell when the repercussions spin? Showing off your ass, cause you thinking it's a trend, girlfriend. Let me break it down for you again. You know I only said, cause I'm truly genuine. Don't be a hard rock Anocast has good career, good family, okay podcast, but damn
0: is he out of shape and guachalote. Usa las mismas garras and chanclas all week. Hey, don't judge me. I am a man, so I'm allowed to, right?
1: No way, cabrón. Welcome to
0: 2021. We are all equally
1: judged. We are cabron cabrón. letting go, pinche gordo.
0: Orale. Hey, I demand me too. I demand me too movement. Yo también.
1: And it's Tim's and it's women Him and his men Come in the club like who cool the fans Don't care who they can fan Poppy Yang Life you got yeah. Let's stop pretend The one that pack pissed out by the waist man. Man. Chris style by the case Still man. the name of the basement The pretty face man. Claiming that they did a bit man. Need to take care of their three and four kids Men man. the face in court case When the child supports late Money taking home breaking. now you wonder why women hate me. the sneaky silent man. The punk domestic violence man. quick to shoot the seamen Stop acting like boys and be man. How you gonna win when you ain't right Hey,
0: Chicanos and Chicanas, I want to read something to you. This quote I saw on Facebook, and I just really want to share it with everybody. Cuando se nace pobre, estudiar es el mayor acto de rebeldía contra el sistema, el saber romper las cadenas de la esclavitud.